Hey there, I'm Elisa Connor, ex-corporate marketer turned entrepreneur. I escaped corporate to chase my passion a few years back, <clears throat> maybe 20 years. And along the way, I made all the mistakes just so you don't have to. Chances are you have a pretty full career. You've got experience, expertise, and probably a whole lot of education. The problem is people can't find you. They need you, but they can't find you. This is why each week on the Second Act Entrepreneur Show, we feature expert education, marketing insights, and mindset shifts that are gonna help you create a profitable business so you can secure your legacy, ensuring that you thrive not only in your first career, but also your second act. Welcome to the Second Act Entrepreneur Show. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. I'm so grateful for, for you and for having you here. This week, we are talking about marketing lessons from the greatest of all time, the GOAT. Yes, indeed, Tom Brady. Seven Super Bowls under his boat, and you might be thinking, what does he know about marketing? He's a football player. Absolutely, but if you watched the Super Bowl this past weekend and you're listening to this in real time, you know that marketing plays a huge role in all types of football and professional sports of any kind for that matter. But Tom Brady took it a step further and he um, has still managed, and my guess is, is he has a marketing team behind him that helps him do this, but he's still utilizing the media and marketing to not only promote his personal brand, but now he's starting to promote his other businesses. So I wanted to take a minute to dive into what um, you could steal from his playbook and implement into your own personal business. And so as we dive into this, um, keep an open mind, whether you're a Brady fan or not, he definitely has been um, a person to watch and um, take notes about what he's done, both on his uh, football field performances, but also once we dive into this marketing, I think you're going to see that he has been very strategic about how he set up his post football career. So without further ado, let's dive into what has Tom Brady done well? Well, number one, he's been prepared. And he pretty early on in his career knew that football wasn't going to be a permanent thing. And even though he was doing some things outside the box to help his body last longer and to recover from um, injuries and things like that. Um, I, I believe, and I don't know, I haven't had a conversation with him, but I believe that he also intended to see um, how that could impact other players and other athletes. And so that probably got the, the ball rolling for his first business um, or one of his other business endeavors. And so while he was still playing professionally, he not only created his own brand called TB12, that was not a coincidence, Tom Brady 12, that was his number, or I guess it still is number. Um, but he started talking about his fitness regime. And so he was laying the foundation and the groundwork for that company unbeknownst to us, whether it was released or not, or um, unbeknownst to people that were looking for it or not. But he started to build that platform and talk more and more about what he was doing, his nutrition. And um, all the while, he had created not only the TB12 brand, which was um, 
inclusive of online fitness regimes that involve um, pliability. There you go, pliability routines, but also he's got his own um, supplements and protein powders and fitness gear. And he even has, or has partnered with um, others to create a training facility that you can go to in real life to work with trainers like he did and get you up to speed in pliability and implementing some of the fitness things that he's done to extend his career. And so having that framework in place and knowing that this business was building out while he was still playing, he took advantage of his um, ability to be in front of the media and to talk about what he was doing and how he was doing it and the difference it made anytime he had a media interview or he was being interviewed by reporters or you know (laughs) for instance winning another super bowl he attributed that to all of the things that he does with his company and so he had the opportunity and the platform to start building awareness about his brand because he was prepared now if he would have just randomly said, oh, I have this company and he didn't like start to set up the framework and talk strategically about what he was doing every time that he won another Super Bowl or got another chance to go to the Super Bowl, then he wouldn't have had the opportunity to talk about that brand and build out that brand and build authority within that brand, which is really important, especially for newer entrepreneurs, because we struggle with building authority because we don't have the results yet. Well, he was his own results person Um, And then he started working with other people and now he has results for them as well. So planning that out and being prepared is something that no matter what you're doing in your business to market or build your business, being prepared and having a plan and following that plan is going to get you 10 times further than just jumping on the next bandwagon of what's working now. Um, And I see people do this all the time. They're like, oh, should be on TikTok. So then they go out and make a ton of TikToks and they haven't even realized that their audience isn't on TikTok. And so I would rather you save your time and energy, create a plan, dive in deep and prepare for where you want to go. So that's lesson number one is to be prepared and to take a lesson out of Tom's playbook and talk about um, your plan as often as possible. And so It doesn't necessarily mean you're talking about your product all the time, but all roads lead to the sale. And so when you're creating a plan, it's easier to lay out that roadmap so it doesn't feel like people that are um, working with you or planning to work with you are being bombarded by your product, but they feel like they're following a path that leads them ultimately to your product. And you can't, it's really hard to do that without a plan. It looks and it feels like you're winging it. So create a plan. It doesn't take that long. um, And it's going to make your life a lot less hectic. And you're going to find yourself having a lot more time because you did plan it out. And so most good marketing, just so you have an idea, is planned out months and even years in advance. So if we're looking at something like the Super Bowl, those advertisements have been planned out probably for 12 to 18 months before the Super Bowl. And that if you look at like some of the videos and the um, different ads that were there, it took time to create that. And it took time to do filming. It took time to, you know, get the actors in place, all of those things. And so if you look at your marketing, maybe it's not 12 to 18 months, but even six to to 18 months or six to 12 months or three to 12 months, any kind of 
plan you can create for your business um, that works and then extending that as you grow is not gonna only help you <laughs> to take back your time, but it's also gonna help you when you start to bring on people to take care of different tasks and pieces of your business because the plan and the processes are already in place. And so um, I want to encourage you to create a plan and just document it somewhere. Document what you're doing, document um, how you're putting that plan in place. And most importantly, as you're implementing that plan to measure what's working and what's not working so you can pivot and shift if you need to. And that will likely happen. So measurement is something I see most entrepreneurs just throw out the window and then they just jump on something new rather than seeing what did work and what can be tweaked and fixed instead of creating a new product or process or promotion. So speaking of, when you're creating a plan, one of the things you can do is to create automated email series. And I see so many people that have great downloads or are starting to move um, towards building their email list with a great freebie, but then they don't put into their plan to create nurturing emails to move those people down the sales funnel. And so they get the email and they get one email um, that says, hey, here's your freebie. And then they don't hear from you again until you're ready to sell something. And I've seen this happen again and again. And people really struggle with that welcome series. So because of that, because I want you to have really delicious lip smacking emails to send to your potential clients, um, and your leads, I have created a really great resource for you called a welcome email sequence that works. And you can go and download it. It has uh, templates or it has uh, guidelines for five to seven different emails. There's actually seven different guides in there to create seven opportunities for you to get in front of your audience and not feel like you're selling and pushing your product, but instead creating relationships, building engagement, having them look forward to opening your email the next time that you send one and building trust. Because we all know that people buy from people they know, like, and trust and trust is a huge factor there. So go and grab your copy of that guide. It's free and you can find it at alisaconner.com forward slash email guide. It's spelled A-L-I-S-A-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash email guide on one word. So diving back into the other um, few lessons that we can learn from Tom Brady about marketing. This, uh, the second one is he's so, so good at it and he does it, uh, flawlessly and it just seems so easy. And once you try to do it yourself, you're going to see, um, how he is the master because it is not an easy thing to do, but it can be done with practice. And I'm sure he didn't do it right the first time either, but he builds anticipation and he does it so well. And you know, the number one way to build anticipation is to shut your mouth and not respond because people are waiting for you to say something. And so I'm going to use a recent example. Um, as you may have heard, Tom Brady announced his retirement. Um, but prior to that, there was a news leak and it came from some pretty well-known reporters in the sports industry and they leaked it on Saturday. I remember cause I was kind of heartbroken cause I'm a little bit of a Tom Brady um, crusher, girl crush, uh, or guy crush. I don't know. Anyway, I, I have a crush on him just like, because I think his brain is brilliant. 
and he's really good at what he does. But instead of responding, so there's all of these um, people that are like, yep, he's going to retire. And this was on Saturday. And then um, you heard Sunday and into the weekend, his um, agents and different people saying, hey, we haven't heard anything from Tom. We're not going to verify this is true or not. You got to wait to hear it from the goat. And so he waited and he didn't respond. And I don't, I, I think he might've been out of town, but either way, he didn't respond. He didn't respond to his agents. He didn't respond to the people that represent him. And he like, people were going crazy. It was creating a media frenzy because they were like, is he retiring? Is he not retiring? Is he retiring? Is he not retiring? And so it was so interesting to watch from a marketing perspective because then when he did come out on Tuesday, three days later, he made people wait three days until he actually confirmed he was retiring. And um, there's more to this story to come. But he came back and said, yes, I am going to retire. And he wrote this whole letter of thanks to all the people that have helped him on his journey. But what was most interesting is that he had the opportunity once again, because he was prepared to plug all of his businesses and what he's going to be doing next. And so subconsciously, the people that have followed him are now like, oh, he's doing something else. What's he doing? Well, I'm going to go check it out. And so it was a great way for him to strategically market his next adventure um, while still closing the loop um, after the media frenzy build, because people are now looking out, waiting for him to respond, um, closing that loop with yet, another opportunity to stay and connect with Tom Brady and become like him and, you know, implement the things that he's done in his life um, to stay healthy, all of that stuff. And so the saga continues because now there's more media frenzy around. Is he really going to retire or is he only going to retire for a year? And so you've already heard the clips, you know, as the Super Bowl was winding down um, of him being propositioned by other teams, for example, San Francisco, where he grew up is like, hey, you should come play with us. I don't know if there's validity to any of that. But the point is, is he's staying top of mind in the media, which is what every business does when they are good at marketing. And so I want you to think about how you can build anticipation about your product, about your service, about what you do, about how you help people. And there are some definite ways to do that. Um, And there are some ways to get free press around it if you're really strategic like Tom Brady. And so when you're putting together your plan from step one, um, think about ways that you can start to build anticipation and excitement about what's coming. So if, for example, you have um, a product launch or a special promotion coming, how can you start building anticipation for that two, four, six weeks before you ever bring it to the forefront and announce it. And that's what every good marketing company does. It's not just Tom. Um, you see it happen with Apple. They like start telling you about their new product two months in advance. And then they have people lined up outside the store to go buy it. And you see really good companies um, that are smart with their with their marketing do the same thing over and over. So my challenge to you is to go look at those favorite brands that you follow and see who does this. Um, another example of a smaller company, I follow a company called Gina K Designs. They um, do card making supplies, rubber stamps that are, they're not really, they're poly um, polymer stamps, but um, stamps for creating cards. 
and she will build anticipation for her release two to three weeks. Now she um, does a launch every month. And so she doesn't have quite the runway to um, build anticipation, but she does a really good job. So she goes live twice a week. And so she starts building it, you know, three lives ahead of time. But she also is really good at planning. She's also really good at step one because she's got her next launch planned four to six to nine months in advance because she, especially currently, because there are supply issues, she's got to ensure that she has those products in stock. And so she's got to be prepared and um, creating a marketing plan so that she can be uh, assured that those products are actually in stock before she starts promoting it. But you can definitely build anticipation. It just takes thinking outside the box a little bit, getting creative about how you're um, getting people excited about it and um, just planting seeds. So step number two you can steal from Tom Brady is to build anticipation. Um, And then step number three, um, this is really important and it goes along with building authority and also um, validity in who you are and what you do. And that is to share the win. And I see so many people that do really great work and they get people results and then they don't talk about it. They don't share um, the success stories they don't share the case studies or they don't collect them which is even worse because then you go back six months later and people are not excited anymore when people are excited is when they're getting the results so if you can put something into place to capture those results right when they happen you're going to be far more likely to grab a hold of their enthusiasm and get more details about how you've helped them and so after nearly every super bowl Tom Brady celebrated that success, not only his success, but the success of his team. And he also um, had accolades, expressed accolades for all of his teammates. And he always used um, the terminology, you know, that it was a team effort, that he didn't do it alone. And really, as as a business owner and an entrepreneur, you can't do it alone either. And if you think you can, that is probably what's holding you back from greater success. And I know because I've been there. And the sooner that you can offset and let go of some of the things that are really time consuming, the quicker you're going to grow. And so I'm in the process of that too. Everyone's learning together. Um, But when you can focus on the people around you, and whether that's a coach, your clients, different programs you've done, and realizing that um, it's a team effort, and that you can't get there by yourself, no one can. And that good marketing really does focus on the win of other people. And so there's so many people that will talk about, you know, oh, my product does this, my product does that, blah, 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 blah. But they don't talk about what it actually means to the people that have worked with them or had success with them. And so really good marketing specifically focuses on the transformation for the customer. And once you focus on that, more people are going to resonate and connect with what you're saying, because they can see themselves in that spot, even though they're here. And so talking about, you know, where they are now, who they are now, the person they show up as, and then making the transition to here's where you could be, here's where you want to be, 
and we can get you there is going to sell far more products than you going through how many coaching sessions they need, what's included in every coaching session, all the details of um, what happens when somebody works with you because people will just be overwhelmed and you just blend in with the noise versus so many people. Um, it, it's not as difficult. If you could just keep your marketing focused on where somebody is now and where they want to be, and then the simple steps of how to get them there, you're going to have far more success than somebody that just throws detail after detail after detail at somebody because it's too overwhelming and then it feels unachievable. And one of the best ways to show that transformation is through reviews, it's through customer success stories, it's through testimonials, um, and any way that you can incorporate that into your brand. Maybe that's a video, maybe that's having them on a show and they can talk about how that, how that worked um, the relationship working with you was and where they started and how they got to where they are, all of those sorts of things. So that's it for this week. I'm going to just round up those three one more time, just so you have a quick roundup and can keep them top of mind. Um, number one, be prepared, create a plan. Number two, build anticipation for your brand, for your promotions and for the things you have coming up instead of just throwing it out there. And number three is share the success, share success stories, share, um, your, your own success stories and where you've come from and um, f- focus on the transformation. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Feel free to go grab that uh, resource, creating a welcome series that works. You can get it at alisaconnor.com forward slash email guide, and I will see you next week. In the meantime, take care, be well, and stay safe. Did you miss something during the podcast? Maybe forgot to take notes? No worries, we've taken all the notes for you. All the resources, links, and information in this episode you can find over at alisaconnor.com forward slash podcast. That's A-L-I-S-A-C-O-N-N-E-R dot com forward slash podcast. Looking forward to seeing you next week.